Good day, all. I uh, hope you're well. It's Pete Hofstra here with another update on the CI North American Dividend Fund. It is August 10th. Uh, and where we sit now, about 80% of companies, call it in the developed world, have reported their second quarter earnings. And an extremely important data point is obviously we're coming through the worst of the economic impact from the uh, coronavirus shutdown and really a good measure of how well uh, the recovery uh, might be going. And, and what's interesting is, is the results, I mean, were terrible year over year, right? If, if, this, if you didn't have the excuse of why results were so bad, this would be a devastating quarter. But most results were well ahead of expectations. So as everyone had reset what they thought would happen as we came through March and April, that the, um, the reaction results came in well ahead of that. So and that's sort of testament to some of the things we've talked about, these support programs coming from central banks on, on the bond buying side and from governments in terms of supporting employment or spending directly by moving money into people's bank accounts. And, and that's what we are seeing needs to continue. So we're still in this you know, strange hiatus here of this COVID world where uh, we can partially come back, but to really keep the economy afloat is gonna to continue to need spending support. And the US, they're trying to get a deal done. Um, and executive orders were issued to try to ensure there is enough support as they continue to work on a deal. If a, a deal did not get done, um, that would obviously be devastating, we think, for, for spending um, companies and the market. But I think the odds of no deal are quite low. And what you're seeing is certainly the current administration willing to step in and ensure support is there. So, you know, results better than expected, uh, but pretty muted reaction from the market. So clearly, you know, that, that positive expectation had already been priced in you know, as markets have moved pretty substantially. But it is important um, to break down the market. And of course, what you're seeing more headlines on it is the big bifurcation that's happening. In the US, where the big five, the Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, are sort of the only ones really leading the market higher. And the other so like 495 companies uh, in the S&P 500, vast majority uh, are not even in positive territory. And so when we look at that, we do own some of these, um, the large technology names. Uh, and they're getting quite expensive, certainly in relation to their own history. And arguably, in a zero interest rate world, maybe all stocks should trade higher. And where you've got a decent amount of growth, even higher still. And so these are some of the things we have to look at. But that valuation is such that we do want to be careful. But it's also then looking for that opportunity in the other 495. You know, who has been priced at such a dislocation that there could be tremendous opportunity for return, even in a... a economy of modest growth as we head into the, the back half of the year and, and into 2021. And again, our, our overlay does continue to be one of, of caution. What you're starting to see is some structural layoffs, some more typical recessionary behavior by corporations as the excesses that might build up through a growth period because of mergers and acquisitions or, or a bunch of um, a, a plethora of hirings. There's always this reconciliation period and recessions are the excuse to kind of restructure, to lay off, to clean things up because that's acceptable behavior uh, as, as companies work to sustain margins. And so it just means, you know, as we get the vaccine and there's certainly lots of indication, there'll be a, a multiple of, of vaccines available, all with different potential safety profiles and, and, uh, and how they're administered could, could be quite diverse. But I think those will be available. That's, you know, what does the economy look like? Uh, once we are able to get that vaccine, how quickly is it distributed? Again, all of this is so precedent setting. We've not been anything like this. How do you administer a vaccine uh, at a global scale? Uh, when picking when there's a multitude of them available, which ones do we, do we wait for better ones? How do we determine which one's better? So a lot to be determined, but all that with the backdrop of um, employment probably does not return to the, say, early 2020 levels right away. 
And so that just means, you know, as, as we look at our numbers and we build our forecasts, that's sort of that cautionary overlay. And that's kind of looking ahead to 2021, um, sort of the data points that we're watching for. I think in the meantime, mean term, there's going to be uh, lots of news, certainly around the vaccine. Uh, a lot of, say, election rhetoric. Um, the back and forth with China has certainly taken a turn for the worst with sanctions on various uh, officials within both governments. Um, the banning of some Chinese social media, TikTok, and and, and an interesting negotiation of whether that business gets sold to Microsoft or merged into Twitter or some other thing. So we'll certainly watch that um, very closely. So a number of things. And, and you know, as, as we head into the election, you'll certainly see a lot more posturing around the best way to support the economy, the best way to be a, a global citizen for the U.S. And, and all of that can be uh, interesting uh, and, and probably create opportunity often, as we're learning with, you know, Donald Trump is probably the most radical president uh, we've seen in quite some time. So it's interesting to look at how somebody like that, how much they can really change the behavior of government and ultimately impact a broader economic environment. And so usually what that means is if you get big headlines around an election that moves the market, uh, and whether that's single-payer healthcare, whatever it is, the ultimate reality is usually quite subdued to what the positioning and does create opportunities. So those are the sorts of things we'll always be ready to pounce, uh, but keeping that sort of cautious stance on the broader economic outlook and, and being very selective. So again, hope this is helpful. Uh, I do hope you're well, and we will check in with you in a couple of weeks. Take care. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.